Hey everybody, and welcome to Anime Stroganoff. I am Eli. And I'm Lyle. And uh, today we're going to be talking about... Well, you see, there's a rumor that I like AMVs. And I, I think we should just put a stop to these rumors right away. I don't like AMVs. I love AMVs. I love solo creators. I love multi-editor projects. I love short edits and F-bombs. I love extended remixes and character tributes. GMVs, FMVs, PMVs, DMVs, that's a real thing, look it up. MMVs. <laughs> I love every kind of AMV on this earth. I love spending hours searching for new videos or just rewatching my old favorites. My heart leaps with joy when a cut is perfectly timed with the music. There is nothing like seeing different shows perfectly composited together. And the feeling that comes when someone manages to make a song that has no business working work is such an exquisite feeling. Having a creator come back after a year or more of hiatus is an irresistible pleasure. And when someone new comes onto the scene, loaded with nothing but ideas and enthusiasm, I am in ecstasy. I love it when creators spend, spread their work far and wide. You know, just don't care about getting recognition or money or whatever. Just spreading it out there. And it's sad when a video is taken down with a copyright strike. And so, dear listeners, let's talk about AMVs. Yes, I did practice that. <laughs> Good. <laughs> you only stum there, stumbled over a couple words. There was no way I was getting through that if I if I didn't if I didn't uh, practice that. That's fair. So yeah, we're talking AMVs. We're talking AMVs. All right, I'm gonna let Eli take the lead on this one because he's the AMV master. I don't I don't I don't know if I would call myself the master, more like a god of some sort. But, uh, alright, AMVs. AMV, uh, most of the time it means anime music video, but the A can also very easily be used to stand for amateur. Because, I mean, technically these are not professionally made. Uh, so that's why I just use AMVs as a catch-all. Because, like, you know, game music videos, film music videos, uh, manga music videos, they're all AMVs. Just one one word, one term. Let's, let's not be pedantic over this. Well, there's also MADs, M-A-Ds, although that's more of a uh, an Asian term, Japanese term. It, it means I, the I same thing. It's literally just like the Japanese term for AMV. It, it yeah. is, it is. <laughs> it's like the Ds for doujin. Oh yeah, that's oh yeah, that makes sense. Which is actually what DMV is, Dojin music video. I don't know what the difference between that and some of these other ones are, which is another reason why I just lump them all together in AMVs. That's fair. Anyway, AMVs. Yeah, I was not joking in that opening, as 
fun as it was to crib from Helsing Ultimate. Uh, I genuinely do love AMVs. Uh, I have an archive on two separate computers and a uh, waterproof flash drive to preserve some of my favorites and the ones I found most noteworthy. There's about 400 of them on there. It's 20 gigs, 21 gigs, actually. Uh, there's a lot. I I genuinely do very much like AMVs. I, I went and I looked through my YouTube account to see how many of the channels I was subscribed to were AMVs. And I'm subscribed to 200 channels, and about 30 to 40 of them are AMV channels. So, I like AMVs. So, I suppose, really, AM, liking AMVs for me is a sort of a natural progression, because way back in the day... And I'm talking, like, 2010 level way back in the day. That's pretty far back in the day. Do you think we need the uh, the flashback sound effect? <laughs> let's, let's go ahead and use the, the flashback sound effect. But uh, way back in the day of 2010. May have even been 2009. My memory is not what it used to be. And it used to be terrible. <laughs> I got into uh, fan-made, like, recut trailers, which are basically not quite the same, but basically the same, and those were a good time, always a good time, and I like movie trailers a lot, actually. I, this is a... This is a slightly unrelated, but actually probably still relevant tangent, but I, one of the reasons why I like home movies, or why I would actually go to the movie theaters, is not just to watch a movie, but to see the trailers. Because not only does it tell you where the movies come out, but I feel like it takes a lot of creativity to make an interesting trailer for a film. Especially since, like, one of my favorite movies ever, uh, The Man from Earth, has an absolutely garbage trailer that would not make anyone want to watch it, me included. So yeah, there's a certain art in making, like, a two to four minute long uh, preview of something. So really, it's kind of just a natural progression to go from there to making AMVs. Or to liking AMVs, because, you know, again, two to four minutes, usually. Like I said, I also do enjoy some of the really small, short, snacky ones. Uh, and then there's, like, the six, seven-minute-long ones that use extended remixes of European electro club music from 2007. That is that is actually based on a real example <laughs> Yeah, I love AMVs. I like the skill set that comes in cutting down, you know, five hours or ten hours or more, if you're talking about one of the really long shows out there, of media content. And sifting through it with a fine-tooth comb to find specific scenes and match them up to music in just the right way, in just the right places, 
it, it really is a skill set that you'd think it's easy. And you especially would think it's easy, Lyle. Well, no, you wouldn't. You've actually done it. Yes. <laughs> I was going to say, you know it's not easy. <laughs> no, it is not. I mean, I I recently made my first AMV. Um, Congratulations, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I think literally like a month ago is when I posted it. And I, I it's it's doing quite well for itself. For being on an unknown channel. And probably has all bad tags and stuff. But hey, it get, it got a thumbs up from Eli, so. Eh? But yeah, I I intentionally limited my scope of my project. And it was still quite hard. Because there's all these little things. Like sometimes the clip that you want to use doesn't have the right feel and so you gotta like mess with it and just finding all of those clips and I and I will say I pulled most of my clips for a four minute AMV from like four episodes yeah you did actually because it was specifically about uh Karumi yes from day to live from day to live and you only used the first season uh, yes <laughs> and I intentionally limited, and literally just finding the clips took almost as long as editing the actual AMV. Putting all the clips together, making sure they worked with the music. It was a pain in the ass, and I want to do it again. I myself wanted, back in February of this year, wanted to make an AMV. Uh, I got as far as realizing how much work it would actually involve and realizing I didn't have proper video editing software. That's about as far as that went. But uh, yeah, AMVs are highly skilled. And I'm, this is not me digging on your skills, Lyle, at all. But like, you didn't do like any compositing. You didn't do any like fancy After Effects or anything, which you do not need. Actually, I think almost every one of my favorite AMVs doesn't have any of that. But the skill ceiling is very high. Oh, incredibly. This is one of the things that makes looking and finding new AMVs from talented people so exciting. Because you know and you can see the incredibly high level of skill on display. I like, I, I like talented people being talented. Yeah, you know, makes me makes me feel better about the absolute nothing I've created so far. Oof. But uh I I considered listing every AMV creator that I like have subscribed to and giving them like a personal shout out that would take way too long. Like I said, there's like forty of them. <laughs> But, uh, compositing AMVs, that is a incredibly difficult, I don't know how difficult it is, I've never done it, but. Probably very, because you have to, if I'm thinking of what you're thinking about, you have to, like, cut out the frames from the previous thing, and then put them over something else, and make it work in, in that space, 
And that's... Yeah, I've... <laughs> I watched someone literally demonstrate how it's done, and they showed how it took, like, 20 minutes of effort for, like, a four-second clip. Yeah. And that was only compositing two things together. Uh, I don't know if you, Lyle, have ever seen, uh, like, Steel Fenders or any of the work of Umika Sayoji. Uh, Probably mispronouncing her name. No, He's Russian. Not, don't think so off the top of my head. Steel Fenders is composited from dozens, hundreds of AMVs. Oh. Or not of, of different shows. Damn. There's a little massive list at the end of the video that goes on for like, yeah, for literally five seconds of just scrolling, showing all the the different shows she composited together. God damn. You would never guess how many were in it just by looking at it. She is was, I say was, she very unfortunately passed away oh. in 2016. Uh, very young, too. Only uh, 23, Damn. I think. Yeah. Very sad. We lost we lost a great that day, but... Her work lives on. Which I suppose is the dream of any artist. So, you know. Millions of people since have seen and enjoyed her work. <sighs> but yeah, compositing. That is something absolutely mind-blowing when it's done correctly yeah truly mind-blowing see also uh baka opai yes that guy is absolutely fantastic that motherfucker normally <laughs> <laughs> normally when someone like hits when someone makes their first amv it's not like super great first amv i found from that guy slaps <laughs> yeah it's uh, Love Tune of You and Other Delusions. It's said to the song um, If I Had You by Adam Lambert, and it's amazing. Some... Another <laughs> another highly skilled creator. Yes. Still alive. Yes. Last I checked. Yes. But uh, he doesn't seem to be making AMVs anymore. A shame, because honestly, he's got some solid stuff. And I guess some people just come into the AMV community with more video editing experience than others. I suppose that is true as well. Because that, that is one thing that I want to touch on real quick. Like, built-in skill is not really a thing, and anyone who tells you otherwise is lying to you and trying to dissuade you from pursuing a potential passion. That said, if you don't find something enjoyable you probably won't get good at it because you don't find it enjoyable. Yeah. AMVs are pretty much the definition of a passion project for people. Oh, God, yeah. Because, I mean, you can't really make money from them. Not directly. Not, uh, not reasonably. Uh, the legality of AMVs is a gray area. Very gray. Because... Uh, technically, for the anime side of them, the clips you're getting, because, you know, a three to four minute AMV is not a, you know, substitute for watching the actual show, 
it's generally very easy to if this ever went to court i don't think an amv's ever gone to court simply because these are people doing it in their like garage or something <laughs> uh to find that it was you know it's it's fair use more or less but unfortunately on the music side i mean if you're using the entire song you kind of are making us a, a, you know a, a valid substitute for just listening to the song and thus you are technically depriving the musician or the studio or whoever owns the rights to it of revenue so i i've seen one or maybe two amvs in my time taken down from getting a copyright strike from like whoever holds the rights to the anime involved i have almost I have seen dozen after do, like dozens upon dozens of videos taken down from music copyrights. Yeah. And and I will confirm that yeah. Uh at least in my case I do or at least I did used to use AMVs as easy ways to listen to music that I didn't have on my iTunes. <laughs> or even sometimes music I did have on my iTunes that I didn't feel like opening iTunes to listen to. <laughs> And the video was just a nice little cherry on top. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I oftentimes, I'll start singing. <laughs> I know, one of the things I do that you absolutely hate, I'll start randomly singing while we're, like, <laughs> doing something. And there's about a, there's about a 40% chance that I'm singing along to an AMV that I just have, like, running on a different screen or in the background. Of course. Like, I'll, I'll be paying attention to it, but I won't be, like... It probably will be more. It's more for the music than for the content. So yeah, AMVs are in a very complicated legal situation. Most, most, I think, are able to scrape by, at least on virtue of just uh, fair use, as we mentioned. Yes. And, and of course, no, you, you keep going. No, no, you go. And also, you know, there's also other services besides YouTube uh, to find AMVs. Very true. But uh, this leads into, I'm subscribed to about, like I said, you know, 40-ish uh, AMV creator accounts. I am subscribed to a grand total of one AMV, like, aggregator account, where they just, like repost people's amvs and the only reason for that is because there are amv creators who get like in the tens to hundreds not thousands but just tens to hundreds full stop of views on their videos despite being incredibly talented and it's basically impossible to find them because of algorithms algorithms so these channels make it, you know, easy to find them. But if I do that, I'll then, you know, listen to it from their channel, I'll download it from their channel, or I'll go to their, like, amv.org page and download it, or if they have, like, a Google Drive archive for their stuff, they'll download it from there. I try and give the, you know, original creator respect. I, I like to recognize talented people for the work they do. I mean, if I hand chiseled 
a giant statue of I don't know, uh what's something the children like? Thanos. No. Thanos, but like from Fortnite. Okay. <laughs> doing doing the dance. Oh, okay. <laughs> If I hand chiseled that from marble, <laughs> yeah, and then just like someone came over and literally carted it away, I would be pretty pissed. Yeah, I mean i I also don't really pirate things. Uh, I just feel bad about it. I have that. This is not the time nor place to talk about internet piracy. Yar. <laughs> And the ethics and, and the ethics therein. That's another episode but, uh, entirely. I generally don't do it because even if like the creator is like basically only getting pocket change for it, and most of the money is going to feed the like distributors' cocaine habit, you know, the creator kind of you know creator might need that pocket change. <laughs> Anyway, so that and some AMV creators would be like, oh, you know, it's so great. I don't, like I said, you know, they just want it to be out there for people to look at. Like, oh, I don't care if it gets, you know, taken and re-uploaded. Who cares? Like, then be more people see it. And then you get some people saying like, oh, yeah, like, you know, someone took my Lunae video and they got uh, 400 times as many views as it is on my main channel. And I saw zero increase in traffic. So, you know, it's just. Kind of a kind of a kick to the nuggets. I think this touches on uh, the wider topic of art reposting on social media, which is a contentious topic to say the least. That can pro- that's probably can probably be part of like the internet piracy. Video oh, absolutely. Which let's just as a general rule, if you repost something, first of all, don't repost stuff in general. But if you have to, absolutely. Just for some reason, you have to repost something. Make sure you include a link back to the original author. Like, don't be an asshole and like crop out the author's like signature or whatever. That's a dick move. Oh, I I know that we will have another time to speak of this, but I just have to get this off my chest right now. If you are one of those people who posts clips from movies on YouTube and puts your watermark over it, I, I don't care. You're going to hell. Like you, you literally do not own that. You, you do not own that. You did not make it. Why are you putting your watermark on it to keep people from stealing it from you? Because they are assholes. Yeah. Right up there with whoever does the sound editing for, like, literally the movie clips YouTube channel and doesn't seem to, and, like, either turns the volume of the clips way down or turns the volume of, like, their end card way up so you get your eardrums blasted at the end. Uh, That person's also going to hell. Absolutely. What what were we talking about? We were talking about AMVs. Right. (laughs) AMVs. The thing I love so much. Uh... Yeah, no joke. 400 AMVs, 21 gigs on my computer. Goddamn. Just saved for posterity because th- this was the point of this of me talking about AMVs getting taken down was because I don't want them 
even if they get taken down, I want to still have them to look at them. And that's the magic of my, the internet. They are my precious. You can download whatever you want. But I mentioned way back in season one how uh, I discovered the movie Potma Inverted from an AMV. And that is another incredibly good reason to to watch AMVs. Maybe a third to maybe 40% of all the new music I listen to that I discover, I discover from watching AMVs. Uh, I've discovered a couple of of shows. I discovered, like, Baltimore uh, Invert. I discovered Blood Sea. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Te- not technically an AMV, but, you know, close. Um, I, I do remember that uh, there was that Vinland Saga AMV. Yeah, Vinland Saga. I never would have watched Vinland Saga if it hadn't been for the AMV. Really, the song carried that one a lot more than the uh, the editing did. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Nishijo. I bothered to actually go and watch Nishijo because of, they had some top-notch AMVs for it. I mean, that's just because I'm weird. And I like context for things. And so I will go and seek out the context so I'm not completely lost. But, uh... Yeah, I've so that's actually quite a few things, uh, Vinland Saga and Potomac Inverted specifically, that I discovered that I really, really like because of AMVs. The power of AMVs. Plus, like I said, all the music. So much good music. Uh, Sam Tinez? Uh, that dude, his music, is used in AMVs a lot. And I think part of that's because he has a very varied library. But also, it's like, it's it's almost to the point of like how Linkin Park was, and that everyone just sort of uses it because it's there, and like, hey, this way we don't have to like actually think about our music choices. <laughs> Which Linkin Park, someone I, I'd have to find it, and I might find it and actually post it in the Discord when uh, Chester died of Linkin Park actually posted a video talking about just Linkin Park's influence on the AMV community. Yes. And how I'm I'm not going to, you know, crib a half-remembered video, but basically, uh, not just that it was, you know, popular music at the time, but also uh, Studio Shaft did the music video for Breaking the Habit. Yes. Yes. That's amazing. Yeah, I, I was just remembering the Mother's Basement video that talked about that. He did. Oh, cool. I didn't know that, that was that, one. That might actually be the video you're thinking of. <laughs> it might. But yeah, the the Breaking the Habit music video, massively influential on AMVs. Because here's an anime studio working on a music video for a Western band. And that is quite literally an anime music video. Yeah, literally. And so I guess a lot of people <clears throat> decided to just take the Linkin Park's other songs and try and set them to anime as well. Yeah, plus, I mean, you know, again, everyone our age, <laughs> or slightly older than our age, 
back in like junior high school, oh, middle God. school, high school. Yeah. Uh, you Lots know. of Lincoln Park. The overlap of people who listen to Lincoln Park and people who listen to anime is quite high. Yeah. Honestly, I listened to a lot of Lincoln Park back in the day. It's a miracle that I didn't get into AMVs before now. And it's actually kind of a shame that I didn't. I blame the internet. It's I sh- I wasn't really on YouTube back then. Not like hugely. Partially because uh, YouTube was that thing that had the reputation of being the place where you learned how to like jack cars and make meth. Did it? Yeah, the news is... I, I think we should like ban parents from watching the news sometimes <laughs> it's like there's so much misinformation uh not 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 the time nor place completely different discussion um but uh yeah when i eventually got onto youtube what the hell did i use youtube for back in the day i wasn't i was barely on youtube i wasn't on it i watched smosh you used it for the same things everybody else used it for there was this like one or two popular video creators that you watched and then everything else was just memes I didn't even watch memes. <laughs> but yeah, um in all honesty, because you know, like 2009, 2010 was when I got into like recut trailers. If by some lucky miracle that had managed to buy whatever crappy algorithm they were using back in the day, showing me some AMVs. Maybe I'd have gotten into anime a lot sooner than I did. Isn't that an alternate universe to think about? <laughs> Screw all these these points of divergence of like, you know, what if uh, Mussolini didn't ally with Hitler? What if uh, Joseph Stalin lived another five years? No, 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 no. That's the alternate history timeline I want to hear. I want to see. What, what if Eli got into anime... Five Back years in 2012. early. <laughs> yes. Yeah, literally five years earlier. That would be a very different world. <laughs> that would be a very different world. AMVs are they're they're a passion. I got I got into AMVs, like super into AMVs, basically right around the time I got into anime. I was I was already primed for AMVs. Madoka Magica AMVs uh, were the were the gateway drug for me. Yep. Well, that and Girls and Panzer AMVs, which I found by looking at Girls and Panzer memes, which led me to Madoka Magica AMVs. Waifu in Arms YouTube channel, they make AMVs. Uh, those were formative. Another very small time creator, by the way. (laughs) But, uh, I say but uh, way too much. I always say I should stop saying it, but I never do. Yeah. You know, if there's any other AMV creators that you want to shout out, I'll make sure to put a link to their channels somewhere I mean, heck, heck yeah uh, Sim 
Simpscal. I don't sim. I don't know how to pronounce that. It's literally all caps. It's S I M C S A A L. Uh, Tricky Loki eighty nine studios. Uh, Fox Den Media. Kin Kin Kinsausan. Uh, AMVX. I thought that was actually an AMV aggregator. No, that person just makes all their AMVs, and they're all very good. Uh, Vandy Mares, have I said them? Vandy Mares is a channel that's two people. And sometimes they work together. Sometimes they, they, they do separately. But they are, they are not always fantastic. But they have never really seemed to have lost their enthusiasm. And uh, they they have they have quite a lot of them. <laughs> Those are pretty good. Uh, obviously, you know Baka Opai, uh, Umika Sayoji, who I mentioned, Kirby Gal, absolutely fantastic. Uh, Copycat Revolver. There are there are so many others. Like I said, there are dozens upon dozens. Of creators that I regularly follow, as well as the ones that I that only like upload once and again, or that you know I'm not subscribed to, but Chicka Boom AMV, Chicka Boom AMV. This I is a lot mentioned. of AMV creators. <laughs> Waifu in arms. Yeah, I told you, if I was going to list them all off, we'd be here forever. <laughs> you know what? How about we just... I'll stop it there. But... Yeah, we'll stop there. And we will also we'll post a uh, a link to a document that'll have as many creators as Eli can remember Yeah. on it for you to check out and patronize. And watch their videos. But I guess, I guess in closing, um, so much creativity can be displayed on AMVs. I think Madoka Magica might be the 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 best example, simply because uh, there's a lot of them, <laughs> and there can be a lot of there can be great variants in them. You know, you got some, you know, like your sad character studies, uh, you know, you know, one with Homura, uh, song, I need some sleep. That's a great one. And then you can have like the happier ones live in La Vida Madoka. <laughs> I think that's what it's called. Nice. And then you can have some, like I said, you can have songs that really you would never think to put combined with this. Like, songs from the soundtrack of Jesus Christ Superstar, <laughs> the 1973 rock opera from Andrew Lloyd Webber, <laughs> being used to make a Madoka Magica AMV. And of course, let's not forget, Dayman. Day <laughs> <laughs> a Madoka Magica AMV set to a dubstep remix of Dayman from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. It is excellent. <laughs> that one is legit. 
that, yeah, no, I, I don't think I need to add anything else. That one is legit. <sighs> Honestly, if if we weren't recording right now, I would just break into singing Dayman right now. <laughs> Same. <laughs> but but we're but we're a classy we're a classy podcast. We we have uh, we we, we, have we pretend to be. We pretend to have standards. <laughs> oh, good stuff, good stuff. Good stuff. Well, thanks for listening to Eli talk about AMVs. He had a great time. <laughs> I I did actually very much enjoy myself. Oh, good stuff, good stuff. Good stuff. All right, well, in any case, I have been Lyle. And I have been Eli. And this has been... And this has been... Anime Anime Stroganoff. Stroganoff.